In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to talk about Epictetus. This is part two. If you've not listened to part one yet, hop back an episode so you can kind of catch up. Uh, fascinating. Epictetus was a philosopher uh, who espoused a, a form of stoicism, and we're talking about how and why that is important for you. So yeah, if you missed part one, jump back an episode. Uh, if you've already listened to part one, this is part two for Epictetus. And stay tuned as a free hypnosis guide will be on its way along with a bunch of other free stuff that I usually give away every show. Hang around. We will be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Rock the hell on here, bud. We are here in the Southfield Podcast Detroit Southfield Studios for the first time. Well, actually, second episode, but first visit because we're taping two episodes at yep, once. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. but yeah, we're we're uh, Matt and I are still christening. Yes, we are. You, Cheers, I, brother. I finished the christen. Did you so, already? Yeah, but oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get a second. I was going to say you might want to hit that bottle again. <laughs> I'll hit it, yeah. Yeah, our, that's a, it's our new digs, and I'm digging it. It's the sound in here is fantastic. I know I mentioned that last last episode, but um, it sounds great. Yay! Yeah, it does. It's it's it's, it's happy awesome. happy to help you out there, bud. Yeah, absolutely. That's Matt Fox. I'm if still you've here. Before you know who you know who Matt is. Who the hell is that asshole in the yeah. background? <laughs> thanks, thanks for being here, Matt. As always, my pleasure. Uh huh. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> Never told you to. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> Matt gets me, uh, yeah, he takes care of stuff. He gets me a drink here or there. Um, I'm your intern. He'd probably, he'd, he'd probably give me coffee if I asked for it. I, I would. Okay. I would. Coffee makes me a mite nervous when I drink it. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, so yeah, folks, thanks, thanks for checking in. Um, so let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Oh, first, my website, uh, MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find my podcast page and a whole bunch of other stuff. Actually, I'm adding to this website probably weekly lately because my book page is, is being worked on where you can find my book. And I'll give you an update on that in a moment. I've just added a page for the Motor City Hypnotist Hypnosis Academy, Motor City Hypnosis Academy. That's also a page you'll find on the website, which will contain the information and links to my training, which I will reference in a moment. So a lot of good stuff on the website. Jump on there, take a look around. You can look at, hey, you can look at highlights from prior shows. Yeah. That'd be fun. See you in action. And, and yeah, see me in action. And, uh, you know, take a look at some of those. Maybe just, you know, if, if you want me to come do a show for you, I travel all over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've done shows from... You know, Vegas to Atlanta, from North Dakota to Florida. Wow. Yeah, I've yeah. been all over the country. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thousands of people hypnotized. Thousands. thousands. I've thousands of people from all over the United States. And they're still- That's my claim. And they're still uh, doing your will, right? They, they still. They <laughs> might still be hypnotized. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because people will get, oh my God, can that happen? And, but no, it can't. No. 
So in case you wonder that, just grab my free hypnosis guide. That'll clear that up. Right. We're making a joke, really. Yes, we are. You have a brain like a chicken. Yeah, I'm we, sorry. We, I do. We, yeah. we do kid. Yeah, I know. We, we do a lot of kid. That, that's just us. <laughs> so yeah, take a look at the website. Constantly being updated. A lot of new information. Um, social media. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, as I do every episode, there's a free hypnosis guide available. That link will be in the show notes. Um, I know that's always there, but I just like to say it in case you're a first-time listener and you want to learn more about hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a basic page-and-a-half PDF that gives you all the information of what it is, what it's not. It uh, debunks some myths and misconceptions Mm -hmm. and... Just a lot of good information. Yes. If you're just if you're just delving into the field of hypnosis or and, the experience of hypnosis, you, it's called CYA, and you've been doing this a long time. So you I need, have you have to dis, you have to put the disclaimer out there. You really do, but you want to make sure it's full disclosure. Absolutely, everything is full disclosure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because there's, it, and that's the big thing. Because there's a lot of, the, I, I I'll. There probably there could be some hypnotists out there who are unscrupulous and and kind right. of and like any other profession would be, uh, but yeah, where I, I you know I'm going to tell you exactly what it is so you understand it because if you understand it then you know how it can how it can help you yes. how it can work for you and that's why we're here and and a lot of skeptics are skeptics because they don't understand how it works mm-hmm. and why it works so yeah grab that free hypnosis guide that's always there awesome uh today's show oh before i get to that the most important thing is wherever you're listening oh yes please subscribe connect follow like whatever whatever the thing is on your podcast platform which is it's it's varying a lot lately they're all changing and kind of doing their own things mm-hmm. uh, pandora especially changed apple. it up a little bit apple changed oh up. stitcher changed it up too i think jesus not sure I could be wrong on that, but um, but just anywhere, wherever you're listening, so you can get the most up to date episodes. Yes, when wherever they come you're out. listening, do whatever it, whatever you have to do to subscribe, so you just automatically get updated episodes. Right. And the second most important thing is please leave a review. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully it's a good one. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> You but know, your, I, your opinions matter. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I, and, 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 and I'd, lo- I'd love to get reviews because I can know what people like, what they don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe you don't like something. and I don't like no. the sound of your voice. No. no. Don't shut me don't up. Don't shut me up. <laughs> shut no, that I, Matt guy no, but, up. But right. if you don't like it, I, I will shut up. That's the whole point. So, um, so yeah, uh, leave a review. That would be very helpful. Um, so where are we at? Uh, so you have something coming up in August. I do, and this is your uh, your sponsor. Yes? yes, yes. I was kind of I was kind of debating out loud what I would address first. Let me let me let me do the episode. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by the Motor City Hypnosis Academy. Perfect. Earn your hypnosis certification in my live training happening August twenty sixth to the thirtieth, two thousand twenty one, here in the Detroit area. It would actually, be in Romulus, Michigan, which is right near Metro Airport. Mm-hmm. This certification class is open to anyone regardless of experience or or um all of it anybody can do it and and you don't have to have put it this way you don't have to have any prior education or any other certifications you don't even have to work in mental health Mm -hmm. you can learn hypnosis and you can be certified as a hypnotist which you can then use to run your own hypnosis business. Maybe you want to see clients. Maybe you want to do entertainment. Mm-hmm. Whatever, However you want to take it, you'll be certified as a hypnotist at that point, and you can use it how you'd like. It uh, could open up a second income stream. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want a new career doing something different that you might enjoy. There you go. 
maybe your career, maybe you might feel happy since we're talking about philosophy and, mm-hmm. and what what makes people happy mm-hmm. is that maybe it'll make you happy to help other people or to entertain and make people laugh. And you have no fear of pain. <laughs> yeah, and have no fear. Yes, no fear, no expectation of pleasure and no fear of pain. pain. Right. Yeah. Re- reference back to last episode if you haven't heard it, folks. <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah, maybe. we'll get into that. So, yeah, um, the certification is live and in person. Now, I, I want to hit on this really quick. Uh, a lot of certification, you, you can look online, and I don't think I went into detail last episode is specifically, but you can go online and f- and find hypnosis training programs online that are like classes that you watch and listen to. Right. I, I, I've seen a few that are a couple hundred, 300 bucks. And people say, well, I could just take that. And I, I, But I would say, are you going to learn hypnosis? The, the answer is possibly, not likely. Right. I mean, it's like watching a YouTube video on somebody building a house. Can you build a house after you watch that video? Mm-hmm. No. Probably not. No. You, you might understand what it looks like, but... You might understand the basics, mm-hmm. but to be to be confident and competent, you need to actually practice with real people in a real-life setting. Right. And that's what this training gives you. Um so, so don't don't be taken in, and I'm and I, I'm not talking about any specific ones because there are a bunch of them out there. But you know, if you want to drop three hundred bucks to watch, you know, twenty hours of online classes, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to hurt you, but is it really going to prepare you to really, uh, honestly, start a new career? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So uh, this certification will be in person. We're going to be working with live volunteers so you get the experience and you will leave my training after a week with a cert- as a certified hypnotist and feel totally and completely confident to continue to do that when you leave. Sidebar with you afterwards yes. in regards to the volunteer piece. Absolutely. Yep. And, and, and that question will come up as we get closer. Um, if you might be interested in, maybe you don't want to learn hypnosis, but maybe you've wanted to experience it, there will be an opportunity to volunteer. Now, this will be like going to the, like the barber college for a haircut. Mm-hmm. Know that it's a training class, mm-hmm. but know that you can still volunteer to be a volunteer. Yes. To be hypnotized. <laughs> and that will be coming up. We don't have a schedule specifically set up for that yet, but it will be, uh, well, it will be near the end of those five days. All right, fair The enough. last two days. So, yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or you feel like you want to join this class, go to the show notes. The link will be there and sign up because there are only 10 spots available. Um, we just might want to make the class manageable so that everybody learns what they're supposed to mm-hmm. and that everybody feels confident when they leave. If you have any questions, my contact information is on that page, on the information page for the class. Again, sign up today because there's only 10 spots left. So um, make sure you get in on that. And an update. Uh-oh, um, an update. Update on my book. I, I know we've talked about the book last few, I don't know, probably last month or so, mm-hmm. uh, last last few episodes. Um, I, I did get the book back from the editor today, as a matter of fact. How much now, red was not in it? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it Honestly, after the first chapter came out, because with my editor, you do a trial run. So you send her your first chapter, she'll edit it, send it back, and then you decide, do I like what she's doing? Do I like what's being edited? Do I like her style? And you can decide whether to continue with the rest of the book or just take the first chapter and be done. So I I continue with with my editor. So um, after the first chapter, I thought, oh my gosh, this thing's just going to be like she held the book and just dipped it in a bucket of red, you know. 
but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It it, it was it was it, I mean, of course, there are there are corrections. There always is. And here's the thing: for any aspiring writers out there, no one sits down and writes a book, hands it in, and gets it printed, and it shows up at the bookstore. Um, if, Unless you're Stephen King. No, <laughs> even him. If you read his book on writing, uh-huh. he states that some of and, and I'm again I'm, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't know specific quotes, but he has a book about writing, and he says, you know, he's his manuscript goes through probably multitude of reviews okay. over and yeah. over and pared down. Take this out, move this here, correct this. Um, so yeah, I, I, no book is published without an editor really taking it apart and making it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, th- that I feel better about. All right. Yeah. So, so everybody's up for, uh, you know, yeah. to, to, for the so, red pen. The, the update is that my first round of editing is done, which means it's, there are cor- some corrections to be made and then it will, I, I, I'm hoping we're within, we're within a few weeks of this going out. So Keep our fingers crossed. Fingers are crossed. Yes. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll work out. Yes. Yeah. The, the fuck are you yeah. doing? Well, I'm just trying to get it done <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I just, I just want it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can only talk about it for so long. I know, because I feel like I'm talking about it all the time. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books <laughs> and my apartment <laughs> Smells of rich mahogany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My book will not be leather bound, by the way. Oh, no? No. Paperback? Yes, paperback. Yeah. And uh, online. And online. Yeah. Ebook and paperback, and eventually audio. Awesome. Yeah. Need a voiceover? Uh, yes, absolutely. I know a couple of guys that'll help I you know. Out. I know you do. <laughs> yep. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Matt also is a DJ. So, oh, you know, in case it, you need DJ services, uh, Matt it. Fox stop is your it. man. Jamie Flanagan too, and Jamie Flanagan I got, also. I, I gotta, pay, I gotta pay it forward. You know, no, absolutely. Can that, I, that's can, why I said. I mean, I if if uh, I pay it forward because, so so let's. I'll I'll, I'll gush. Just, I'll gush on Matt for a minute. But because, I need to share something with you. But go ahead. Okay, so when I started this podcast journey a year ago, over a year ago, it was June of 2020 when I started. I thought about doing this just in my office because I do have equipment in my office. Was it 2019? Sound... Was it 2019 or was it 2020? Because we we've been doing this through the pandemic. Have we doing this? Yeah. No, it must be because we're on episode 100, so that's oh. got to be a no. Because that's, that's about a year. It's been yeah okay. <clears throat> I sorry, I just because I, I just Cause, we've had such great conversations. The pandemic was like a year and a, it started in March of last year. Right. Not this year we're in, so that makes sense. So yeah, it has been like a year. Okay. Um, so so long story short, I have equipment set up in my office. I can oh, get decent sound. Duh. It was twenty twenty. <laughs> but to me, when I found Matt and Jamie, who who they podcast Detroit, they have a they have a studio. It's already built. You just walk in, easy, sit down. It's the easy it's button. Set to go. And and you have I I mean I don't have to worry about sound levels and and, and recording and doing all that and it, it's just it's just a good way to do it. So in case any out there wanted, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna push Matt. So so I've gotten no Matt over the year, and he and Jamie are DJs. They've been DJing for years. Gosh, mm-hmm. what thirty, uh, 30 years? I've been playing since, years. I've been playing since ninety four. Jamie, okay. I believe was 88, 87, 88, and or eighty nine. Nice. 
Yeah. So yeah. Um, so if you guys want DJs, yeah, they're so here. I got. I real quick. I know we want to get to Epictetus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Epictetus. Epictetus. Yeah. Um, but I got a, a text message from Jamie just yesterday morning. Yes. On a th- uh, and today's Friday. And yeah. It was on a Thursday morning at like seven thirty, and he goes, "Hey, do you have a gig this Saturday?" And I said, no, I had plans, you know, around the house and yard. He's like, got a message from somebody. Their DJ bailed on them for this Saturday. Oh, no. And then I found it was a going away party for a young man going into the service. Wow. So immediately my heartstrings start to get tugged Uh on because I'm a military brat, Air Force brat. Both parents retired Air Force. Yep. Yep. So I'm like, you know, okay, let let me talk to uh, to dad or what have you. So I will actually be helping a young man. It's his graduation party because he's 17, will be 18, but he's going into he's the Navy. He's going away. He's yep. going into the Navy. Um, so I'm still debating whether I should play the village people in the Navy during this graduation <laughs> going away party. <laughs> uh, well, that's a... Uh, okay, so you're a DJ, Matt. You, you'll get a kick out of this. And, right. and my, my wife would agree. At our wedding, which was 20... 25 years ago. Good job, man. <laughs> I, I was just thinking if we passed our 26 yet. Almost. It's almost here. Almost there. So we, got, we got married in 96. Yep. So, yep. yeah. It's almost there. Yep. Um, the, 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 myself and all the groomsmen danced the YMCA. Oh, my village people. Uh, I think there's a video <laughs> that may exist out there for uh, blackmail purposes. God, that, that was right at the just right when the uh, the Macarena started to get uh, legs. I, I hate the Macarena. <laughs> How many times did you hear it during your wedding reception, David? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so yeah, so, I just you got off on the, you got on the village people in the Navy. I went back to, to my thing. You know, digressions amazing. Yeah, digressions. <laughs> hey, we, we like digressions. We we like tangents and going off. That's that's where the fun is. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, my heartstrings got tugged on a little bit, so I'm going to help a family. Uh, send so, out so, yeah, song. if you guys need a DJ, call Matt or Jamie. You can find them. In fact, uh, hit me up on social media. I'll get you right to them. Yep. Yeah, if you need that. You know where I Absolutely. live. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yep, I do. Um, so we're talking about the book. Yes. And that coming out. And Sorry. Then we got, oh, no. We're, no, we're good. So it's time. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we haven't got to that oh yet. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> how winning is done all right it is did, did you already get another drink matt yes is it gone uh, yes no <laughs> you've had your limit today you drink water you're not <laughs> just wrong. for you you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> so our our winner of the week <clears throat> did oh. i flip it over did you oh i did oh here we go are you gonna read the headline i am all right it's it's easier <clears throat> no, I'm going to read from the story. I won't read the headline because that'll give it away. Okay. Joseph Diener, 16, and Dominic Viet, V-I-E-T, 15. <clears throat> a 16 and a 15-year-old. Okay. Yep. We're exploring the hometown of their hometown of Columbia, Missouri on Friday to survey the damage after a massive rainfall flooded parts of the city. Hmm. The two, along with a friend, a few other friends, were biking when all of a sudden they heard someone calling for help. We didn't know if they were serious or not, Joseph explained. She said it twice before we got over there. The group of teens saw a woman in a bathing suit clinging to a basketball hoop that was nearly entirely submerged in the floodwaters. Oh, my goodness. That's 10 feet high. <clears throat> yeah. 
The two took about 30 seconds to realize they had to take action, Joseph said. My friend Dom was like, I'll get in if she actually needs help. And I was like, okay, because I'm going in, Joseph said. You go. No, you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. No, you go. No, you there was a small group of people him. gathered near the woman already. Wow. We were like, we can swim. We're trained for this, he told today. And then we were just like, let's go. And then we just ran right in. The two said they had the woman grab onto their shoulders because her legs were cramping and, and they were able to paddle her back to the shore. Hmm. There were some currents trying to pull us down too because I don't know, it's not normal water. Right. Those flood water it's is a like little bit different. The debris mm-hmm. itself, yep. geez. Assistant Fire Chief Jerry Jenkins. Why do I know that name? Jerry Jenkins sounds like it's a it's a somebody I should know. <laughs> it sounds like a I guy you're at, you've had a beer with him before, maybe. I don't know. Just Jerry Jenkins it sounds like somebody I should know. Assistant Fire Chief Jerry Jenkins confirmed the teen's account to today and added that the woman was expected to be okay. Um, the person had entered the water to swim, to the best of our knowledge, adding that there was no swimming access in that park. I don't I don't know why there's swim in in. Why why would you go swimming in floodwaters, I guess is the question. Well I don't know that. I'll take you back a couple of weeks when we had the floods here in Detroit. Um, yes, and people were swimming in and the underpass. They were swimming in the underpass yeah. and jet skis and what have you. Yeah. So here's the kicker on the story. Um these two teenagers, these two teenage boys, they're Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. Okay, so yeah. They're Boy Scouts. Because you had mentioned, you know, they were we, trained. We, we've been trained yes. for this. Yes. So that's kind of the kicker here. Both the teams are scouts, which is the is the last level. They're, they're life scouts, which is the last level before Eagle Scout. Neither are working on any lifeguarding skills as part of their upcoming projects, but their scoutmaster told NBC they might get badges for honorary action. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So so two, um, I know scouting kind of gets, gets dumped on a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it's not like it. Well, I don't know. Again, I don't want to sound like the old man down the block. Mm-hmm. Get off my lawn. Um, I, I just feel like scouting is not what it used to be when I was a kid. Okay. You know, it's, not. it's I, not. I I just think it's changed or less less kids are involved maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's, I, I and I haven't been involved since my son was in, which has been quite a while. Matt Fox, fun fact. Yes. I was an honorary Girl Scout. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm afraid to even ask. My mother was a troop leader, and I had to go on the camping trip with all the Girl Scouts. So, oh, I was torture. I was freaking eight years old, dude. Come on, what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> I had to oh, go. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, if you were fifteen, sixteen, different story. That would have been a much yeah. different story. Yeah, I wouldn't be sitting here if that was the case. <laughs> So yeah, our two Boy Scouts, uh, Joseph Diener and Dominic Viet, winners of the week. Thank you, fellas. That's how winning is done. That's right. So we're back to Epictetus. This is part two of Epictetus, and we're going to tell you how his philosophies can impact you and your life. Um. So, so quick review, Epictetus was a Stoist. He, he believed in, in, in your thinking dictates how you react and feel to things. It's not the things themselves. I'm paraphrasing very briefly, but I don't want to review a whole episode that we already did. Right. So if you didn't listen to number one, jump back and you'll be right where we're at. Perfect. So let me tell you three things, three things 
that are lessons from Epictetus. Dave, there's no rush. So I want to hear all this. Yep, absolutely. I understand it. You take your time. Yep. Number one, remember what's in your control. That's the number one. So there's there's a there's a a um I don't know if it, I I think it's a written work that 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 is big in Stoicism. It's called the um, Enchiridion. Okay. If you've ever heard of that, I have not. Okay. And, and the Enchiridion. Yep. Okay. And if you see the spelling, it it might it might give you a little bit of a oh with an e Enchiridion. Okay. Yeah. I was Enchiridion. Thinking I. Okay. I was thinking um, I for some reason. For for some when I was again back to philosophy class, I don't know why this was always pronounced the en- Enchiridion. <laughs> it was it a gooey Enchiridion with the Enchiridion. <laughs> yeah, Enchiridion. Yes. Yeah, I, I yeah that, that that was dumb. So the Enchiridion <laughs> begins with one of the most important maxims in Stoic philosophy: the importance of distinct, distinguishing things that are under our control and things that are not. Mm-hmm. This goes back to that whole, the opening thing of, of the last episode with Darren Brown saying, mm-hmm. Epic, Epic, <laughs> Epictetus <laughs> states you. there are things that you control and things that you can't control. If you just forget about the things that you can't control, you're automatically happier. So this is where this comes from. So the Anchor Radian begins with a begins with one of the most important maxims in Stoic philosophy, distinguishing that things are under our control and things are not. Mm. And here's a great way to look at it. Think of it as the Stoic Serenity Prayer. Mm. Everybody knows the Serenity Prayer. Those of you who don't, um, you could look it up. I could probably say it. God give me the um, the strength the strength to. Yeah, see, I'm not. <laughs> it's been so long, but if you know the Serenity Prayer, this is kind of the Stoic version of it. Mm-hmm. So it is a reminder not to get angry or upset by things you can't influence, such as other people and external external events, and to only focus on ourselves and our own behaviors. And and in fact, it's just a a if you if you take that and you're able to do that. <clears throat> It automatically just makes things easier. It gives you so much less to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I know I have a lot of clients in the office with anxiety and worry and, and and depression about events and circumstances and other people, especially over the past eighteen months. Yes, uh, yes, it, especially with with this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I have people that have come specifically with anxiety about getting COVID. Mm-hmm. That they're unable to leave the house. They're unable to interact. They're unable to be in you know, uh, go to the store or whatever. Hmm. So, so here's the thing. And, and, and I would say to, in general, not that this wouldn't, of course, over the course of a session, it would take a little bit, it would be done a little bit differently, but the whole idea here is, listen, are you taking precautions? Mm -hmm. Are you wearing a mask? Are you do? are you taking, are you taking the precautions you're able to not to get it? If you are, then you've done everything in your control you can't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I know, easier said than done. And when I say that, people will be like, "Oh yeah, that, that's like saying just, uh, just, just feel better. Just stop thinking about it." But really, that that is part of this. That's part of stoicism. Is just saying if I can't control it, I don't need to worry about it, right? Because it's not in my control to you change. When you try to control the uncontrollables, mm-hmm. you're going to end up walking down a path. That's it's going to take you forever to try to get I, I, back. And up. I see it every day. I see it with clients. They're yeah. just 
they're just stuck. They're in these ruts and they're unable to get out of this worry cycle and mm-hmm. these, this anxiety and this just worrying about everything. For, you know, folks that are, you know, and I appreciate everybody and the way that they go about business, but the folks that are very analytical, they get stuck in, yep. in trying to control because they're so analytical about certain things. It's like you, you're, it's just in a vicious loop. Yeah, because you're, you're and, and this is the whole thing. I, I have a philosophy. I, I can't take ownership for this, and I'm not sure where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it from my, my buddy Richard, another hypnotist friend of mine. Okay. And, and he's, he's I, one of the first things I think when I met him, um, I went to a train. I was actually trained by him years ago. And he said, and it stuck with me, he said, action takers get rewarded. Mm. You You can't just sit and just... Except. Just mull over and, and, and be indecisive. Some at some point you have to take action. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. Not be fearful of the consequences. Right. It might not. Sure, it might not work. Right. You might make mistakes, but that's part of learning. And that's it might part be of and, growing. And it might be painful, but you know what? Right. Exactly. Going back to that that comment, the fear of pain. Yep. It doesn't have to be physical pain. It no, could, it can be emotional pain. Emotional, it could it be, can yeah, be mental fear. Yeah, absolutely. So remember what's in your control. That's number one. Number two is set the standard. Now, what I mean by that is, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a kind of a quote. It's more out of the out of um, an article about um, Epictetus. The best leaders rarely talk how things ought to be done. Their actions speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Think of someone you admired, and how many of the lessons came indirectly from the choices that they've made and the example they have set. So as Epictetus put it, and here's a direct quote from Epictetus. Secondhand. Never call, yeah, from his assistant. <laughs> his assistant, his student, up, yeah. Never call yourself a philosopher nor talk a great deal among the unlearned about theorems, but act conformably to them. Thus, at an entertainment, don't talk how persons ought to eat, but eat as you ought. And again, I know it's very convoluted. It was written thousands of years ago. O-U-G-H-T. Ought? Ought to eat. That you should. O-U-G-H-T. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put yeah. this in, in common day, today language. Okay. Thus, at an entertainment, I don't, that means just, I, I think not. Socially. I, I'm going to stick to the last statement. All right. Don't talk about, don't tell somebody how they should eat. You just eat how you should eat. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're holding their fork this way or that right. way. Yeah, and those are the things that people get hung up on. Yeah. And and believe me, it's been a lot worse. Uh, I don't want to go on my old man box again. Well, there's a, the, it's kids. right in the corner, dude. I know. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> it's it's it it's people have gotten a lot more opinionated and brave as social media has developed as far as opinions. I have and, no idea what and, you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you're wrong. Great. You can and, hide and, behind that keyboard all you want. You have a brain like a chicken. <laughs> right. Oh, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter what somebody says or thinks. It doesn't, it doesn't, their thoughts don't affect you. And I see so many people get upset. And, and, and you can see it. And, and, and folks, you know, it doesn't matter what side you're on. That's not even important as far as politics goes. But there's so much anger and division and, and just, just rudeness. Mm-hmm. Just based back and forth, and it doesn't matter what somebody types in a Facebook comment. Why does why does it why matter? should you have why should you expend and expend energy 
on something that has no effect on you. Correct. And that's that's Epictetus' approach. Mm-hmm. Why that should not even be in your in your universe. Right. It shouldn't even be in your realm of thinking because it doesn't affect you. Because it's just something on on your yeah. scroll on your. It's face. just what it's somebody just... else. And this is the whole thing where you don't agree with somebody. That's that shouldn't affect you. That's not your belief. That's theirs. It has no effect on you. You can post anything you want to on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That is your God-given right, yep. right? Absolutely. There's no reason to engage. Right. But that's that's just one example. So it's it's so really two as far as setting the standard is lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tell somebody what they ought to do. You just worry about doing it yourself. Correct. Number three, prescribe yourself a character. Now I know that sounds a little bit weird, and I'll and I'll explain it. St- exit stage <laughs> left. Exit stage. <season. laughs> <laughs> <gasps> oh, <laughs> great Odin's raven. So Epictetus understood how much people act out of habit. What they, they've People act the way they've been trained to act, mm-hmm. not necessarily by themselves, but by other people, influences, experiences. They act a certain way. So we tend to think that that's how things are, and it's set in stone. Mm-hmm. And this is the whole concept of change, and, and, and we're going to get to that in a moment. So... He admonished students who followed principles and standards and weren't able to deviate at all. Hmm. Um, So he said, this is certainly not easy, but with small steps, we can get closer to the person we want to be. That makes sense? There's no reason to wear a top hat every day because everybody else is doing it. So his quote, and again, secondhand from Arian. From a student, yep. yep, Immediately prescribe your son... Immediately prescribe some character or form of conduce to yourself, which you may keep both alone and in company. So what huh. that's saying is, be true to yourself. Yeah, you know, prescribe prescribe the character you want to be mm-hmm. and be that character, mm-hmm. whether you're a, by yourself or in a group. Right, you are who you are. Yep, accept it and, or change and, it or change it. Yes, and if you don't like who you are, there are ways. You, you can change that. Well, and this goes back to the whole full circle back to being happy. What, what is happiness? Right. And and that's not being nobody afraid. can tell you that that's something you have to define. And that's <clears throat> I get a lot of clients come into my office say, oh, I'm just I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm like, well, OK, well, what's what is causing these things? We have to define what your mm-hmm. when do you think what is happiness to you? What will make that? And most people don't know. I'll be honest. When they say they're anxious, right? They're, are there triggers as to, you know? Oh, many times. A lot of times, I'll use one example in general. Like, oh, I, I, I just have social anxiety. I don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> okay. Or or I'm, I'm anxious in crowds. I just I just feel overwhelmed and I have anxiety attacks. Yeah. The, the, you're, and these are two middle-aged guys having a conversation yeah, at absolutely. this point in time. Yeah. Are you comfortable? I'm comfortable. So am I. Yeah. So what's the problem? Well, for them, it's a construct. It's something they built in their minds. Okay. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong because I see it a lot. It's just what you've developed over the years. Okay. So what what's the difference between person A who can go out to a um, out in a crowd of a thousand people and feel totally comfortable talking, interacting, mm-hmm. introducing themselves, having fun, and person B who, if forced into a crowd of a thousand people, would just Shut have down. a severe panic attack mm-hmm. and almost pass out. What's the difference between A and B? There's a lot of difference between A and B. 
The only difference is the way you think about it. Ah, so there's not a big difference. No, it's just the way it's just the way you think about it. That's the only difference. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I digressed a little bit. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that that's and, and this is the big thing. So let's bring it back full circle. Thank you. Stoicism, Epictetus, his philosophical approaches is all based on how you perceive and how you think. If you think something is bad, it's going to be bad. If you think something is good, it's going to be good. It's taking responsibility to say, if I can't control it, I need to let it go. Mm-hmm. I just need to drop it. As Darren Brown would say, it's like you've been carrying this case of bricks around and it's been weighing you down. Mm-hmm. Because it's all the things that other people do and say that you have no control of anyway. As soon as you let that case of bricks down, you, you're free. You're free to be happy. So as social beings, the path to happiness is found in accepting the moment as it presents itself. That's it. By not allowing oneself to be controlled by the desire for pleasure or by the fear of pain. Yep. And... I, say say the first say the first part one one more time, Matt. No. As social beings, yep. the what? path to happiness is found in accepting the moment as it presents itself. That's it, right there. The moment, the moment as it presents itself. Mm-hmm. Right now, in this moment, you and I are sitting in this room. I have no fear of being hit by a car. I have no fear of being in a in a crowd of people. I have no thoughts of of. What, whatever. Right. I, I mean, you could list right. a million things. You're in a safe space. I'm in, I, I'm in this moment in time, and this is what I'm focused on. And mm-hmm. again, this is getting very philosophical. But this, for, for those of you people who are going to therapy, and, and, and even clients I work with, this is what I stress. You, you, mindfulness training is a big part of managing anxiety. It's like, oh, see, I, I've mentioned we're in a new studio. I'm looking at the walls. I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm noticing what's around me. I'm having a conversation with Matt. This is my present. There's nothing else right in this moment that affects me except for this. Love it. There's nothing else to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, so let me let me let me f- hammer home this idea, please. You are in charge. You're in control of your own thoughts and your own actions. So, so I want you to take this with you. If it's not your own thoughts or your own actions, let it go. Mm-hmm. Just be done with it, whatever it is. It doesn't matter who you offend, what somebody else is going to say or do. It doesn't matter because it, it's not something under your control. So it doesn't make any sense to expend that energy on it. So focus on what you can control and what you can do, what you can control and your own feelings and your own decisions and your own thoughts. If you stay with that, you've eliminated 80% of your issues. Yep. Automatically, right off the bat. Man. It's been a great this has yeah. been so, uh, this is some of the best uh content that or not as a content, but this has been one of the best conversations that you and I have had. Oh, nice. Um in my in my feeling, we've had yeah. a lot of great great we episodes have. around top 10s and we've had a great fun right. time. But this is really digging into Uh-huh. You only can control yep. the controllables. Everything else out there, so all the uncontrollables. Just- let me answer one quick question. So people say, well, how do I do that? You have to change your thinking. Yeah. How do you change your thinking? What's the best way to get there? Change your life. Hypnosis. <laughs> Hypnosis is the best and fastest way to get there. Because we're changing embedded thinking patterns to help you. That's 
full circle back to where we started. Refire those neurons. And where we ended. Refire those neurons. We're, we're going to make better thinking patterns in your brain. Love it. On that note, change your thinking, <laughs> change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time, folks.